Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McGeady. And this week is our Patreon-voted episode. It was for Dua Lipa. It's going to be so hard not to say Dula Peep the whole episode. You can say it. But unfortunately, she didn't have enough blinds, so we decided to throw Olivia Rodrigo in there. Which I feel like is perfect. That's like a perfect, that's like a perfect blind item sisterhood. I'm sure they've had threesomes together. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, you guys know that we love our teen mom stuff. And just an update on Ryan Edwards. He was sentenced to one year in prison. I still feel like the judge was, like, very kind to him. The way they sentenced him, they were like, you know, you could have killed someone. You didn't. But you could have. But I know you're a good person. And I know that judges kind of have to do that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. I was like, Ryan Edwards has been handed with kitten gloves forever. He has MTV money, mom and dad money. Like, be fucking hard on him. He overdosed while driving. Come on. Yeah, and they released more body cam footage of them going through the house, which I saw on TikTok the other day. And it was even more insane than the first little snippet that they put out. Like, the way that he destroyed the house was so manic. Like, there's nothing unturned. There's nothing not destroyed. Every single inch of the house is completely trashed. Like, he he tore the the hood down from above the oven. Yeah. Like, he, he went full, like, he tore cabinets off the wall. Like, he went full, like, I'm breaking down the house. He basically flat flattened the house. Yeah, and the first report did say he didn't touch the kids' stuff, but he it was all ruined. Every single room in that house was flipped over. I know. I when, I remember you saying that, and I was like, for them to even put that in the report when the house looks like this is a joke. Right. Every single crevice of the house is completely destroyed, and there's a machine gun sitting out. Like, and shit spray-painted all over the walls, like, or, and it was just like, and it was so weird listening to Mackenzie like talk to the police in the body cam footage. And she kept saying sorry to the cops. And they're like, why are you apologizing to us? Like that just shows how fucking toxic your relationship is. Absolutely. And I mean, even the text messages of him saying people were going to come kill her. I, I, yeah. I, I do understand addiction. I know that it's not an easy thing to go through, but something about Ryan Edwards really just pisses me off. 
no he's like a whole nother level it's a whole nother like and like you said he's got that teen mom money he's just like janelle like if he gets in trouble it doesn't really mean anything a year is not i don't know maybe maybe who knows maybe it will change him because he's such a little pissy like mother's boy maybe him being in jail and not being able to have somebody like like iron his pajamas every night before bed will affect him but i don't know he's just a fucking asshole agreed (laughs) i can't believe i ever lusted after that man i'm sick to my stomach speaking of assholes my favorite country singer (laughs) morgan wallen Mm -hmm. um he canceled his show minutes before he was supposed to go on stage in mississippi um like people were the whole stadium was full and then there's something on the screen just popped up saying we have to cancel the show morgan can't sing please like exit safely so morgan put up on his story that he lost his voice after the first show allegedly what's going around reddit is he partied too hard the night before and may or may not have had to get his stomach pumped Oh my god, that's not what I was expecting. So we shall see what happens with Morgan Wallen. You guys know I can't stand the man. Um, and I think what pisses me off about him is people are always like, he's just a kid. He just got famous. I'm like, he's a 29-year-old man with a child. People call him a kid? Especially when he said the N-word. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> him so little. He's just a kid making mistakes. What? Oh <laughs> I didn't, I was not expecting you were going to say that he got his stomach pumped. I thought allegedly. You were say, like, allege. Yeah. <laughs> he allegedly got his stomach pumped. That's wild. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, that. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring up the uh, Anna Nicole documentary, which I'm very, very excited about. Um. Anna Nicole has never, there's a million documentaries about Anna Nicole that are the same, that do like the, you know, they tell the story of her working at the chicken shop and then stripping at the place and Howard came and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know, they don't really get in depth about like Anna Nicole as a human being. They just talk about like her circumstance and how crazy it was, which it is a crazy story. Like I get why it's been retold so many times, but I just think that there's like so much more to Anna Nicole than her working at a fucking fried chicken place and meeting Howard Marshall. Like her, her fame, her celebrity, her magnetism, the Marilyn Monroe connection. Like there's just so much interesting stuff there. And I really hope that this documentary like sheds a new light on her. I hope that it's not the same story that's been told 87,000 times. Now I think it was Radar just reported that Larry Burkhead and her daughter um, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the documentary and they're going to put out their own. What do you think of that? I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like par for the course at this point when that happens. It's just like with Brittany or with Pam or, you know, I, I do think it would be really interesting to see his perspective given all the the years that have gone by. And he really has like... I remember people thinking that he was going to try and be like uh, Michael Lohan, like mm-hmm. try to be famous, try and get a bunch of money, go on reality TV shows. And he really didn't. Like he really did just kind of like take a back seat to fame and raise his kid and go to the Kentucky Derby and put hats on and, 
Like he just kind of was a dad. So I, I do think it would be interesting to hear his perspective. Because that was fucking, his custody battle was one of the craziest in celebrity history. Yeah. I And I agree with you. I think a lot of people did think he was going to use their daughter as some kind of tool. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. Other than the, I was going to say Kentucky Derby before you said it. <laughs> yeah. And, and she did do those like um, guest ads. But like, I don't know. She's not been on. He could have really tried to exploit his kid. And he he really didn't, in my opinion. Have you watched the show Jury Duty on Amazon Prime? I haven't. If anyone listening hasn't watched it yet, you have to. So it's a fake trial and only one person who is on the jury isn't in on it. And it's just insane. And they've done interviews about it because a lot of crazy things would happen. And then it would be like seven hours of nothing happening. So the guy couldn't catch on that it was all fake. But Mm. James Marsden is in it playing himself just like a super animated version of himself it is so fucking funny if anyone just wants to watch like a silly show highly recommend oh we love a silly show after a a a silly smoking device has touched my lips for sure (laughs) speaking of watching things so i went to the movies and i know that we have some horror fans and that we have a lot of listeners that appreciate the horror of it all so i saw bo is afraid and i saw evil dead back to back and um i just have to say evil dead was like what you expected to be it was like if you're a fan of evil dead you're gonna go to it and probably like it because it's just what you think evil dead will be um i didn't like it as much as the other evil dead remake but it was fine bo is afraid is the wildest movie-going experience I have ever had. Like, in the best way. Now, mind you, I wasn't sober. <laughs> and I think that an edible is almost a requirement of seeing this movie. You cannot go sober. But it is... Ari Aster is out of his fucking mind as a director. I think this is the best movie Joaquin Phoenix has ever done. It is... It was three hours and it felt like 10 minutes. It was fucking insane. And you'll only see it once ever in your life. You'll never want to see it again, but it will change your life. I'm telling you, everybody listening, run, don't walk to see Bo is Afraid and do not be sober. If you're sober and you sit there and don't like it, that's your problem. I warned you. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. Speaking of watching things, our other favorite, James Corden, is ending his show this week. I think it's going to end Thursday when this episode's released. Thank Do God. You mean, <laughs> Joy? Thank fucking God. I wonder if the One Direction reunion is going to happen. What do you think? I was going to say, when you brought up that James Corden is ending his show, I'm like, Harry Styles is like having really uh, sleepless nights, I'm sure. He's the final guest, him and Will Farrell. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> it wouldn't be a final episode without him pinching Harry's cheeks. Um, I don't think that the One Direction reunion is going to happen. I don't. I don't think that those boys have worked it out enough. No. To, to let that happen. Like, they have some really serious shit amongst them in their group. Like, I don't know. I just don't think. What about you? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's any way you can get like Liam Payne, Zane, 
and Harry in the same room. Maybe Louis and Niall. I could picture sure. them showing up, but not the other two. No. And, like, even the ones that would show up would not want to because of, like, one other person. Right. You know? It seems like Zane and Harry have the most, like, tumultuous relationships with people in the group. And I don't know. It just, I don't think it'll ever happen. It's interesting, though, because it's, like, people always talk about how female girl groups are, like, divas and, and, like, their egos don't let them whatever. But, like, what male boy band isn't the same? I want everyone to watch Show Em What You're Made Of, the Backstreet Boys documentary, and watch Nick Carter and Brian Luttrell scream at the top of their lungs at each other as grown men. Yeah. Like, they're just as much of, like, difficult divas as the girls. Boy bands are wild. Look at NSYNC. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they are sitting on potential millions of dollars. Justin Timberlake's career is kaput. And they still won't get together because their egos are too... Well, Justin's ego is probably too big. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's for a different day. Yeah. So the last thing we have to talk about, obviously, is the uh, the new royal wedding, apparently. Sophia Ritchie. Um, Sophia Ritchie got married, and it was the wedding of... It was, like, the biggest wedding event to happen in a very long time. And I saw a bunch of people on TikTok, like, getting ready for her wedding, which was interesting. Um, Sophia Richie has rebranded. And she's done a really great job of it. She's got a new stylist. She is really, like, presenting herself as, like, an, an A-list celebrity. Like, she's changed up her style. And she's, like, it's very, like, not Kardashian style either. It's very, like, chic and, like, not fucking bodycon dresses like she's i don't know it's cool it's cool to see sophia richie like stepping into her celebrity i guess i just thought it was cool cameron diaz was there it's like she might be the moment i think that sophia richie is going to be like a real it girl and i think she plays the nepo card correctly she just kind of stays quiet looks beautiful and Mm -hmm. doesn't try and act like she wasn't handed everything. I don't know how else to put that. Yeah, she doesn't act like she's anything other than the sister of Nicole Richie. And she doesn't pretend to like have all these ventures that she's passionate about. She, like you said, she just goes outside, dresses up, and dates people. And like <laughs> hangs out on boats. Like, I don't know. But I do think that a, an era is coming for her. I think she's really like stepping into her bag. Good for her. She's beautiful. Yeah, and she's funny and, like, likable and stuff, and I, I don't know, I just think it's cool. Maybe maybe I'll be more interested in her, Troy. You just kind of piqued my interest. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if she's funny, yeah. I'll, I'll check her out. <laughs> now, before we get into the blind items, I need to know your Dula Peep and Olivia Rodrigo thoughts. Well, um, Miss Peep? <laughs> Listen, I love Future Nostalgia. It's a great album. Um... Dua is not my like choice pop star. I I I like I listen to her music when it's on. I don't really seek it out that much. I'm not I'm not I'll be honest, I'm like a huge fan. And she just doesn't like do a whole lot for me. Um but I do love like as uh chauvinistic as this was on, I do like love looking at her. I love her style and I love the way that she uh has like carved out her own like fashion girl lane 
and it's really exciting to see her show up on a red carpet and I think she really just like gets it when it comes to like referencing in like the early 2000s and her whole like future nostalgia thing like I think she's like really good at what she does um yeah and then Olivia Rodrigo I'm like completely not like I that is not my thing I think that Olivia Rodrigo is such a recycled pop star and I don't understand her fandom personally because I just don't think anything she's doing sounds in any way shape or form unique at all and I've never got it to be honest honest opinion you're brave yeah I know you're brave over there thanks for saying that first so I don't have to (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel the same way about Dua Lipa. I think she's gorgeous. And she seems to be fun on stage. Like Mm -hmm. the TikToks I've seen of her, she makes fun of how she dances and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I always make the joke that she just tells us what to do in songs. That's very much how I feel. She's like, don't go (laughs) out, follow these rules. I'm like, okay, Dua, I get it. (laughs) But I agree. There's nothing about her that makes me go like, wow, she's the moment. She's the pop star. Um, and as far as Olivia goes, I kind of liked, this might be surprising, but that she didn't like kiss Taylor's ring. Mm-hmm. She gave a lot of pushback after Taylor like sued her for copyright of one of her songs. And instead she's like talking about Alanis Morissette more and Avril Lavigne. And I agree she's recycled, but I don't know if there's anyone else like her for like a younger generation right now. So I get why she's so big. Yeah, she's very necessary. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have, like, I don't know, somebody doing even something remotely similar to what she's doing, like you said. And I will also say, as far as Dua goes, I do think that it's really interesting. She's one of the only pop stars that I can remember in history, like, ever, to premiere and then have everybody kind of roast her and make fun of her. Because she, like, did not have stage presence. She couldn't dance. Like, she was a actual, it was Weekend at Bernie's on stage. Like, she was a mannequin. (laughs) And then she went back and, like, worked on all the stuff that people judged her for publicly and, like, fixed it Mm -hmm. publicly. She didn't even, like, she actually went back and worked on her dancing and then represented herself to be like, look, I can dance better now. And she really could. I just thought that was really an interesting thing, like a real peek behind the curtain kind of thing. And I almost feel like she was necessary to come in when she did because Ariana's not really making music anymore. That's honestly like the only pop star that jumps into my head (laughs) at the moment. It's a weird time for pop music. It's rough. It's rough. There are a few blind items about this and I'd love your opinion. Do you think either of them are industry plants? Listen, (laughs) this conversation is so confusing always, but they get I'm gonna be honest they do give me that vibe like you guys are gonna hate me for saying this and I'm just gonna say it when I like Olivia Rodrigo what she's doing in my opinion is not like profound enough to elicit the response that it got it's just not unique in any way shape or form my only argument with that is she's a part of the Disney machine that's the only right. reason that I don't think that she's a plant. 
but she's like a Disney plant, so maybe. No, but I get what you mean. She was already established. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I just, I don't know. I feel like the way she was, as somebody who never connected to her and like watching from the outside, the way that she was shoved down our throats to me didn't make any sense. I was just like, I personally don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Like, it just sounds like her, I don't know. I just never got it. I mean, I will jam to good for you all day. But like driver's license, I was like, this is the song everyone's freaking the fuck out about. Like losing their shit. And like you said, there wasn't anybody doing that. So it does make sense, I guess, that people really latched onto it. But I don't know. I almost think of her as like the Michelle Branch who came in and kind of just brought a different sound than what we've been hearing. And especially for like 12 year olds. Yes, especially for young people, like Mm -hmm. for sure. They don't have the luxury of having like a decade of music like this to think about and reference. So yeah, you're right. Like to them, Avril Lavigne is like Madonna because she's like an older woman. You know what I mean? That just made me feel so old, but you're right. Yeah, like it's like I have to like remove myself from it. Um. But yeah, no hard feelings. I mean, I think that she's like fine. I just don't get it for me. <laughs> no hard feelings. No hard feelings, everybody. <laughs> Troy hates your favorite singer. <laughs> I can already hear the keys clicking, the responses. Those are all opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And just a reminder, all blind items come from crazy days and nights, unless specified otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> And we're starting in 2018. This little campaign planned for a big event this weekend is going to look really foolish and privileged if women of color don't start getting invited to participate. Oh, and getting someone to sponsor the gesture is also a really bad idea. So that event is the Grammys, the campaign being Voices in Entertainment, the invites being Kelly Clarkson, Halsey, Cindy Lauper, Dua Lipa and Rita Ora, and the sponsor is Rock Nation, along with Interscope and Geffen. Speaking of Rita, I just want to say real quick that I just saw that she filmed one of those, um, those like Allure magazine, like, this is my makeup routine. And it was so funny because she was like very clearly wearing makeup already. And she's like, this is me, bare faced. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, I have nothing on right now. She had like full giant lashes covered in mascara. It was amazing, but very charming as usual. She's all natural. What are you talking about, Troy? <laughs> She's That's honestly what she looks like. She really is like stunning. Yeah, absolutely. So hot. <clears throat> this is a Grammy Awards blind. Last night at a party, this foreign-born a list singer who had a very good 2017 and was an opening act for someone who had a huge 2017 was sharing some stories of her early career back in her home country. She was living on her own in her mid-teens and trying to break into the record industry. She says producers in their 40s and 50s were always hitting on her, and it was not until she was about 20 that she slept with someone who was within two decades of her age. She told a lot of horrible stories, but the only big name most of you would recognize is this foreign-born A-list reality star host, producer, who she hooked up with when she says she was 17 or 18 and he was in his 50s. She said he was lazy and made her do everything and actually was smoking cigarettes 
and talking on the phone while naked and having her orally service him. She says he is disgusting and he kept promising her appearances on his show, but never came through until she was famous and then pretended they were the best of friends. And he had always wanted her on. She says he once teased her about being on and even had her film something, but it wasn't actually being on one of his shows. So this is Dua. Um, she was, uh, I guess it says in parentheses, on tour with Bruno Mars. And the person she slept with was Simon Cowell. And he, of course, kept saying that she would be on uh, X Factor. And we did a Simon episode a million years ago. We probably need to redo it. Um, where a lot of it was about her. He was our first rotted series, I think. Oh my God. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. And like, this is what I always think about, especially after we did our Ashanti episode, when people talk about female pop, well, just any pop star, I guess. And like why they're not making music or why their album is flopping or why, you know, like, why won't she give us the album or blah, 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 blah. Like, there is so much sick, fucked up shit that goes on in the music industry. And if every pop star who was supposed to release music, like, they all want to release music. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Normani doesn't not want to have music and be so embarrassed by having, like, a false start. But I'm sure there's so much dark shit behind the scenes that we'll never know. Looking at you, L.A. Reid. Exactly. Very much that. We now have a Billboard Music Awards blind. This foreign-born A-list singer seems to be everywhere right now. At an after-party last night, she told a couple of women that while she was recording her latest single with this foreign-born A-lister, they were going back and forth all day in evening about pegging. Well, she dared him to go through with it, and he sent someone out to buy a toy. And that night, after they finished recording, she did just that to him. And that's <laughs> about Dua pegging Calvin Harris. <laughs> oh, if only we had known that pegging would be our third co-host on this show <laughs> <laughs> please the only time the boyfriend of this foreign-born current a-list singer is not cheating on her is when he is physically with her she just falls for all of his excuses and that is dua lipa and isaac Carew. and do you remember all the drama when they got back together her and isaac Yes. So if you guys don't know, New Rules, that song, it's like, don't go back to your ex at all. It's fall, it's literally step-by-step -step instructions on how not to do it. And then she went back with them and she put out like an Instagram story. She's like, it's not that serious, guys. <laughs> 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks of 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after. Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts.
You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. He might be married, but this one-named rapper was making some serious moves to get this foreign-born A-list singer to hook up with him while his wife was across the country, and that's Offset trying to hook up with Dua Lipa. And then in parentheses, it says, not even a day later, Cardi B finally dumped him. Of course, they're back together, though. Yeah. This female former A-plus-list reality star who everyone still dislikes offered 10K to this foreign-born female A-list singer for sex. The singer turned her down. And that is allegedly Paris Hilton offering Dua Lipa 10K to hook up with her. We're now in 2019. At a Grammy pre-party last night, this religious-sounding female singer hit on this foreign-born A-list female singer who had an amazing 2018. That foreign-born singer was offended and said some not-kind things at all to the religious-sounding singer. And that's St. Vincent in Dua Lipa. Damn, everyone just wants to hook up with Dua. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, you can be a normal girl, but then as soon as you enter the industry and get, like, a pop star makeover, everybody is, like, trying to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> New fillers and lots of coke for this foreign-born A-list singer at an after party last night. And that is Dua, it says in parentheses, Dua Lipa turns heads in a striking neon green and black ensemble as she takes home two gongs at the, the Global Awards. And just a heads up, we're going to be talking about her and Anwar, and there are some difficult blinds with them, um, like domestic violence stuff. Just want to give you guys that heads up. It would probably have been nice for the foreign-born A-list singer to tell her longtime boyfriend they were over rather than start hooking up with the serial-cheating celebrity offspring of barely their celebrities with celebrity siblings more famous than the offspring, too. And that's alleging Dua was cheating on Isaac with Anwar Hadid. And something about Anwar Hadid gives me, like, Conrad Hilton vibes. He's very that. 
like if he was like old like if he was an older person years ago he would have been in like fist fights with like conrad and brandon davis <laughs> yeah and like um uh what's Lindsay's brother's name Lindsay Lindsay lohan's brother <laughs> they're all too old now <laughs> <laughs> that fanfic scene getting all the buzz now is not far removed from the actual events of the two foreign-born singers and that's chris martin and dua lipa it says chris martin spotted kissing dua lipa backstage at music festival two weeks after dakota johnson split and then his reps denied it the foreign-born A-list singer who had a really good last 18 months has been in this space before for cheating on her boyfriend with the barely a celebrity offspring of those not much higher on the list. He, too, is a multiple previous cheater, including destroying a relationship for some fake pics with a reality star just to make her look good. Anyway, despite a previous denial, the foreign-born singer was seen doing a 6 a.m. sneak-out of this foreign-born permanent A-list singer's house after spending the night. So, of course, the foreign-born A-list singer being Dua Lipa, the boyfriend at the time being Isaac Carew, the barely a celebrity offspring that she cheated with, Anwar Hadid. Apparently, Anwar cheated on Nicola Peltz. Um, the reality star being Kendall Jenner, who was also spotted making out with Anwar Hadid. And then the foreign-born celebrity singer is Chris Martin. So it's alleging, all that to say, Dua Lipa was cheating on Anwar Hadid with Chris Martin. Okay. Interesting. Weird. That's like, she has like really strange taste. It's also like Mad Libs reading these. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Jesus. The barely, barely, barely a celebrity offspring of low-level celebrities still has no idea this foreign-born singer girlfriend spends the night at the foreign-born permanent A-list singer's house once or twice a week. He thinks that she is, quote, recording. And that, of course, is on, on, Anwar, as, uh, <laughs> as Yolanda would say, and Dua and Chris Martin. And we are now in 2020. This barely there celebrity offspring of barely there celebrities did a line of coke and then slapped his foreign born A-list singer girlfriend on her face for getting too close. She didn't say a word. Anwar in Dua. I forgot about all of that. The domestic. Did that become public? It did. Because she had physical or physical. She had um visible like bruises and stuff. Mm. And I'm I'm pretty sure he was seen in public, like grabbing her. Like or I remember that being a thing. So I just looked it up on Google and I do remember that being a thing, whether it be on Daily Mail or page six, but it looks like it's been scrubbed. Yeah. Interesting. Yolanda works quick. The guy could be lying, but I do find it interesting that this foreign-born A-list singer who recently dropped another record is paying all the bills for her boyfriend. The father of the boyfriend apparently is going through some big financial difficulties. We shall see if the more famous siblings are also affected because they have a very expensive lifestyle that he pays for. And of course, that is Anwar and Muhammad having financial issues. If you haven't listened to our, our Hadid's episode, we talk a lot about Muhammad's uh, shady business dealings. We hear a lot about how these rich women will fund these, like, dudes, but it's insane 
when you think you're like dating someone whose parents are millionaires. Mm, I know. <laughs> and then you find out that they're just like kind of getting by as wealthy people. This C-list celebrity who's slightly beneath his siblings in the celebrity world is hooking up with someone higher than all of them combined. Anyway, the C-lister had a coke bender that would be the envy of his siblings. So, of course, that's Anwar and saying he does more coke than Gigi and Bella. Just mentioning that he is dating uh, Dua. This back-in-the-day A-plus-list tweener turned A-slash-B-list adult singer in a relationship tried to hit on the foreign-born A-list female singer, and the foreign-born singer was having none of it. <laughs> so that, of course, is Miley Cyrus, Cody Simpson, who loves to make appearances on our show, and Dua. Everyone was really trying to fuck Dua Lipa. <laughs> I know. That's the third one, and we're only, like, ten minutes in. <laughs> The foreign-born A-list singer is in a legal fight about whether she followed COVID protocols on a music video set. The better question to ask would be how come she's exempt from quarantining every time she flies back to the country where she's located now. And of course, that's a 2020 blind. That's Troy's favorite year for blind items. <laughs> but um, Dua slammed UK tabloid, threatened legal action over claims she ignored COVID-19 rules on a set of her music video. That was so, such a funny time when we were like really bored and we would just watch to see if celebrities were being appropriate. And if they weren't, we would like publicly shame them. Like so-and-so went out with to, uh, Whole Foods without a mask. We saw. And hopefully Dua never hears this episode <laughs> if she was ready to sue a UK tabloid. Um, <laughs> if anyone's close to her, you didn't hear this. <laughs> and we're big fans. <laughs> uh, we're now in 2021. This foreign-born A-plus-list singer gave the middle finger to all of her songwriters. She said she will find new writers who will continue to give her songwriting credits for songs that she didn't write. That might work if the new songs are hits, but if they aren't, then you have burned every bridge and will never get another song and will be a former. And that is, of course, Dua. And I think her songs did get better. And it says songwriters for Ariana Grande and Dua Lipa asked stars to stop taking credit for songs they didn't write. Um, which is interesting because that's like been such a uh a, a like a woven in thing to the music industry for so long that there are these these singers, I won't name any names, but there are singers who have their whole careers built on being songwriters. And then you find out that they have ghostwriters that write most of their songs, or they'll randomly get sued and the people will be like, listen, they don't write their fucking songs. I wrote it and I'm not getting any credit. And it's always so, like, random. One of my favorite blind items that we ever read was saying Lisa Marie Presley was one of the biggest ghostwriters in the whole industry. She allegedly wrote for Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Justin Timberlake, Miley Cyrus, like anyone you can think of. I know. I love that. I'm obsessed with that. When you do the payola thing in the bot army to lift off a song, driver's license, to the top of the charts... You try and be as subtle as possible and try and make it look realistic that it could have possibly happened organically. No one believes it did, but you're supposed to make it at least look possible. The Mouse House, Disney, had a miscommunication with the company that does their rigging, and they have a big mess on their hands. There's no way that Olivia Rodrigo, who was on a not very highly rated show, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, 
and never had a single All I Want released before and had half their social media followers bought through a company is going to break a single day download record for a song. The whole thing doesn't look good at all. And yeah, that's what that's what we were talking about. Apparently, Driver's License made history on Spotify by just letting teens feel things. I'm sorry, but it, the math doesn't math for me. I know that people really like her. I know that people love her. But the math doesn't math for me. It never did. And the way that her album was being ta- talked about, I mean, her album was being talked about like it was... Like Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, literally. Like it was this like intensely poetic, like like it's Lauren Hill releasing the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It just didn't make sense to me the way it was being talked about. Like, I don't know. And it still doesn't. I don't, I agree with you. I do think that there are good songs on the album, but it's not, I was going to, it's not like a millennium, right? It's not like a, yeah. an album that kind of changes the game. Or like defines a time period. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. But do you think because Driver's License blew up so much on TikTok? Mm-hmm. I mean, TikTok's an incredible vehicle for any marketing. We don't use it, but. <laughs> it is true. TikTok, especially for music. And I know, um, actually, one of my friends, I have friends that are like in the music industry, pseudo whatever. And like, they talk all the time about how they're like really pushed hard to do music TikToks. So that's all the industry cares about anymore is TikTok. That's all they care about. Um, and it is a, a great vehicle, but like, I don't know. And, I don't know. <laughs> I know. And what's so crazy is I have a friend, she gets a lot of um people want her to talk about music on her TikTok channel and all this stuff. And there was an artist, I don't know if I should say it, whatever, I'm gonna say it. Renee Raps Raps reached out to her and asked her to talk about this song, but be like, but don't put ad, but we will pay you. So even if you don't think you're getting served ads about music, you are, which I thought was crazy. But then I felt like stupid thinking that was crazy. (laughs) I will say that I think that she was smart and her her team or whatever was smart to make music that translates so well on TikTok and like sounds so good behind TikTok videos and lends itself so much to being used as a sound on TikTok. Like that in itself now is like a whole, that's like an art in itself. Right. You know? able to write a song that sounds good on tiktok is like so weird um but no i i will never i'm just gonna boldly say that i'll never believe that her uh fame was organic i don't i do not believe it i don't disagree i really don't the only reason i kind of would is because disney's behind her but i mean that blind item makes sense she's been trying to put out music and it just wasn't hitting and like was and even in that blind when they say high school musical the musical the series uh that there's that it's not a very highly rated show like i remember people being like well she's like a disney star which yeah but like on high school musical the musical the series right she's not selena gomez she's not hillary right she's barely ashley tisdale right i'm like are we really gonna compare her to selena gomez and demi we don't compare anyone to Demi, to be clear, Demi. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Demi is in their own lane. So this next line is titled Industry Plant. Lots of people misinterpret this term 
It is essentially, hey, let's make it look like this person came out of nowhere. When in reality, we, the label or the management, have spent a ton of money to make this happen. This was going to be the idea behind this one-hit wonder, one-named foreign-born singer, Lord. But her backstory leaked, so everyone from the, the outset knew that she had been groomed from her teen years to become a hit singer-slash-songwriter. Who is the biggest of all time? The biggest current one is this foreign-born A-list singer, Dua Lipa, who just showed up with a bang, <laughs> who just showed up with a bang and some number one songs. She will tell you she grew up poor and struggled and blah, 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 when in reality, she has been groomed for a decade. The most famous of all time, though, is this permanent A-list foreign-born singer, Rihanna, who has one name. She had a great backstory, and everyone in her family was in on it because they wanted in on the fame and the money. She supposedly grew up poor and saved all her money and flew to the U.S. and managed to have enough to hang on to until she was discovered and then had a bunch of hit songs. Nope. She was discovered a good six years before, she says, and was willing to hook up with a whole bunch of guys to make it happen. So again, that is Lord Dua Lipa and Rihanna. So I'm a huge Lord fan. And when I started reading she was an industry plant, I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no mm -hmm. way. She is. The um, creator of Spotify, when he created the streaming platform, he wanted to prove that he could be as good as Apple Music. So what he did is he started to put royals on other playlists, like Discover playlists, Top 100 playlists, just putting it there. Because I guess Lord already had like, a social media following, but not a huge one. Yeah. And what they started doing was say, Tr Troy, do you listen to Lord at all? Mm -hmm. Say if you didn't though, they would just put her on a playlist created for you. And they started dropping her in other playlists and then making banners throughout Spotify until she got more radio play. And then what she did, they really pushed her on Spotify, adding her on every playlist, recommending her as an artist to people who wouldn't even listen to her and there's a whole article about it if you just google like spotify lord it pops right up it's wild and listen i think that a lot of people confuse calling somebody an industry plant with saying that they're not talented mm -hmm. when that's not what that means at least not from us because i no. think an industry plant and be super talented i mean i think lord is insanely talented you know what i mean but the way that she became famous wasn't organic and it's also fine. Like, I'm also, I also think that it's like not a big deal. I just think um, it's, it's interesting when people don't so just like clearly see it when it's right in front of your face. Right. That it's not just, ha it's not just all falling into place. Like this person is, their, their fame was just meant to, it's in the stars. Like, like this is a machine making sure that this happens, you know? For sure. You have to play the game. Totally. And you have to have a story. I say this all the time. You can't be an icon and not have a story that people are able to recite. Like if you're a Madonna fan or a Michael Jackson fan or a Mariah Carey fan or a Taylor Swift fan or whoever, you can like you can recite the story of your favorite person. Like I can tell you the whole Kitwood story of Britney Spears. You have to have that even if parts of it aren't true. And I think what's so funny is even these icons that say I'm not a huge fan of, I still know their story. Because mm -hmm. it's shoved down our throats. 
like and people whose story you don't really know they don't become like global superstars in my opinion they don't become like you know like mariah carey that's so true you have to have a story so it's smart you know i mean look at rihanna her barbados story like everybody knows it you know a girl from an island like it's just interesting this foreign-born A-plus list singer has been warned by her label they will drop her if she doesn't delete recent social media posts and then apologize. She's already lost two endorsement deals. And that's Dua Lipa. Apparently, she responded to an appalling New York Times ad accusing her, Gigi, and Bella Hadid of anti-Semitism. Mm, I don't remember that. Neither do I. When you don't sleep with who you are told you sleep with, the next thing you know, your record sales suck. Will the teenager keep doing her own thing and vanish? Or will she do what she was told and watch her career skyrocket again? The Disney singer who is so popular right now faces her time of reckoning soon and will have the same decision to make. Oh, that's so fucking dark. So they're talking about Billie Eilish and also comparing her to Olivia the Disney singer who will soon, that is really, oh God. And again, the way some blind items are written where it's just like, oh, you know, Billie Eilish is 16 and chose to do this. You know, she chose, it's like, no. Right. You can't say that about a 16 year old. Or really I, like, in my opinion, even like a 30 year old, yes, we're in control of our decisions, but you don't know what you're going to do unless you're like, hey, we have this giant blockbuster movie, but you need to fuck these five men. Yeah, it's written about, like, it's still in some way the person's fault or, like, mm-hmm. that you are you should be allowed to judge them because they're being told that they have to sleep with a bunch of people to get their career to skyrocket. It's really fucked up. And the Billy thing always makes me think of, like, that Justin Bieber interview where he talks about wanting to protect her, this, that she doesn't have to go through the same stuff that he went through. And like for him to even say that out loud in an interview is crazy because you know what he means. Unless you don't. Unless you don't, I guess that's true. This barely there celebrity offspring in a family of barely there celebrity offsprings has been moving vast sums of cash between multiple countries and using his way, way higher on the list girlfriend's business to do so. She doesn't know, probably. And that's Anwar, of course, Gigi and Bella in Dua. An offspring of this barely their reality star who was in a lot of legal trouble here in the U.S. is overseas and financing several DJs in a resort city. Oh, not to play, but to deal drugs. Is his A-list girlfriend involved? And that is Anwar, uh, Yolanda, and Dua. It says in parentheses, Dua Lipa puts on puts on an enormous display with Bo Anwar Hadid as they pose for a loved-up selfie during a swanky fish dinner with pals in Ibiza. <laughs> oh, God. They spent a lot of time in Ibiza. They do. <laughs> the foreign-born failed reality star who gave birth to some barely-there celebrities and once spent six figures a year on snake oil products is really trying to take over the management of her son's girlfriend. The amount of pressure being applied on a daily basis is quite something. And that's Yolanda wanting to manage Dua Lipa. Now, 
I know we did our Hadid episode a billion years ago and I don't really remember it. And I'm not, you know, I don't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but does she just want to be like Kris Jenner? Oh yeah. 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 That's like her ultimate goal. Will she get there, Troy? Well, I mean, it's like, you could say that in some ways she's like surpassed Kris Jenner and then in some ways she has it, you know, like, like, she did I don't think anybody thought that her daughters like when we were watching them as teenagers like a lot of people on Real Housewives have their kids do shit like model and whatever I personally didn't think that they would become the biggest supermodels in the whole globe like I really did not think that and Yolanda did that you know what I mean it's pretty crazy I guess when you think of it like Yolanda's kids are taken seriously and Chris's are kind of a joke yeah it's true. And it's funny because they're reality TV. They're both reality TV families and they're all Nepo babies and they really got the same star. It's just different networks. But her kids are not seen. Her kids are not nearly as controversial. They're much more respected. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if I would. I think I would rather be in a, a Hadid position. Almonds only. Yeah, this is at her essence what is wrong with the former a slash a minus list singer slash possible murder suspect slash kidnapping enabler okay how in the world knowing what she knows about the music industry is she calling out the teen singer for an album cover do you think the singer had ever seen the cover before how much do you want to bet the singer doesn't even know any songs the murder suspect sang go after a higher up at the label This just makes you look unstable. Oh, and while you're at it, would you like to discuss who actually wrote all of the songs on that album? Or is that off limits too? The cover is probably the only original thing you contributed to the record. I'm obsessed with this. And this makes me realize I want to do a Courtney Love episode. So they're talking about Courtney Love when she called out Olivia for stealing her um, album cover. And of course, uh, the whole album uh with Malibu I can't think of it celebrity skin uh a lot of people think that Billy Corgan wrote all of the songs on it and that she didn't so when she was dating the guy from the Smashing Pumpkins it's alleged that he ghost wrote the album because she didn't know how to write pop songs like and yeah so that's like rock and roll lore that a lot of people think that she just like claimed his work there's a lot of lore around Courtney Love I know. I'm obsessed with reading about Courtney Love. She's so interesting. Nothing like the day when an A-list singer turns 18 and remarkably finds love with the older guy who never showed interest until the day she turned 18, even though they knew each other since she was about 13. This is not about Wilmer Valderrama. This is about Olivia Rodrigo and Adam Faze. This now legal A-list singer knows full well that one of her hit songs is about two of her co-stars. And that is Olivia Rodrigo, her co-stars from High School Musical, The Musical, uh, I guess Sabrina Carpenter and Joshua Bissett. Do you know about that drama, Troy? I forget. Like, I remember that being a thing. So what they're trying to say is like, Olivia came out with driver's license and people put things together that Sabrina Carpenter and Joshua Bassett were now a couple and Joshua cheated on Olivia with Sabrina. Yes. Okay. I remember now. I remember and the I, 
I remember like putting those together. I'm like, why do I fucking care? Yeah. (laughs) I guess my brain tried to repress it. (laughs) Your brain's like, not this love triangle. Right. All the pressure from the former housewife to take over management was just too much for the A-list singer. Plus, every conversation with anyone in that family was about money or drugs. She had enough and walked away. And that's Dua Lipa breaking up with Anwar. Sorry, we just got a, um, I love when we get a TMZ alert during recording. Is it a bad one? It's a bad one. I don't know if you've been following the Bam Margera of it all. Oh, God. He's been on one and an alert said that he allegedly, I guess, beat up his brother and threatened publicly to kill his family. Yeah. And when the police showed off, showed up, he ran into the woods of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wasn't he not wearing clothes or something? I didn't see that. Okay. Scary. Oh, that's sad. Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> a little warning shot from the powers that be to the Disney actress slash teenage A-list singer. They're showing her how bad publicity can damage her in a second. She needs to keep following orders. And it says Olivia Rodrigo is being accused of talking in a black scent and using african-american vernacular in these resurfaced videos and it sparked mixed reactions i don't even remember that the disney singer olivia rodrigo having to pass out writing credits like she's the boyfriend joe alwyn of an a-plus list singer taylor swift has got everyone else on their heels the flash in the pan lord prior to the Disney singer is now being forced to pass out writing credits on several of her songs, which were inspired by others. And that is when Olivia started to have to give like writing credits to Taylor Swift, Haley Williams, Haley Williams. I get, I a hundred percent understand why people think certain songs sound like misery business. Yeah. But I never got the Taylor Swift stuff. And I give her credit for just being like, you know what? I'll give you the writing credits, but also fuck you. I totally agree. I 1000% agree with that. And I, 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 the Haley, I did understand because to me, the album was basically supposed to be some version of Paramore. Mm-hmm. Sound at least, I mean. Paramore, Avril. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll throw Ashley in there. Whether she, whether she even knows it or not. Ashley Simpson, will you please make new music so Troy can calm down about trying to get you to have new music out? I am literally like a cat in a bathtub, and I will not be okay until you give me new music. And I don't want it with Evan, by the way. Um, This barely legal A-list singer was under the impression that she would be allowed backing tracks for the recent performance. She was wrong, and now people know she can't sing nearly as well as she would have you believe. And that was, um, oh, sorry, it doesn't show where she performed. The next blind is one of those blinds we kind of just talked about that isn't fair to blame the underage female girl, or really anyone, you know, male, female, whatever. This barely old enough to vote A-list singer wasn't going to make the same mistake the teen industry plant prior to her did. She let herself be stared at, groped, and let the old men see what they wanted to see. She'll continue to have a career while the plant before her will fade into a lord-like mist. So allegedly it's saying like Olivia Rodrigo is letting these men do what they want, but Billie Eilish didn't. And again, I don't agree with 
how that's written at all. Yeah. And I, 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 as far as Billy goes, like I watched her documentary and stuff and it does kind of seem like she plants her feet, but like you shouldn't have to. <laughs> that's the point. Oh God. This Disney star turned A-list singer from for now doesn't care what anyone says. And she's going to call out people like the A-list singer she thinks is mean to everyone behind the scenes unless you suck up to her. And that is Olivia calling out Taylor Swift. And it says, Olivia Rodrigo opens up about being a people pleaser and shedding that trait. And that's when she did an interview. I think it was with Alanis, actually. And that's when she said, you know, there are a lot of mean girls in this industry. Yeah. We know, girl. <laughs> we seen it. This A-list actor slash singer who's that high on the list to Gen Z says his way higher on the list X, who's on the radio every 10 minutes, used to hide her illegal relationship with the much older music producer. And that's Joshua Bassett and Olivia Rodrigo. Joshua Bassett is someone you guys should keep an eye on. Because I fear he's in like a religious cult. Really? Yeah, he's he's really been on one. Remember when Justin first joined Hillsong and was very mm-hmm. like preachy about religion and, and all that. So Joshua is starting to do that a lot. Ooh, is it like Christian? It's very much like God will save you. Oh, fuck. He said it on like the Kids' Choice Awards, accepting an award. It was wild. Oh, I didn't know that. I love a cult. Now I'm interested. (laughs) The Disney actress turned A-list singer couldn't have booked bigger venues even if she wanted to. The dates she needed to do with the tour had her blocked from bigger arenas by other acts who long, long, long ago booked their tours in anticipation of COVID ending. Plus, it is way better to have your tours sell out than to have certain cities where you are half full. And it says, fans are sour after scalpers snap up Olivia Rodrigo concert tickets. Now we're in 2022. A Russian oligarch paid this foreign-born A-list singer $500,000 to go on a three-hour dinner date with him. And she went on the date. Honestly, good for Dua Lipa. Yeah, why would you not? If you just (laughs) have to sit there and have a meal with someone, it doesn't say they did anything more than go on a date. Are you kidding? I'm free for dinner. (laughs) if you thought this brand new a-list singer hated her co-stars before they have all taken it to a new level and it doesn't show any context it just shows that they all hate each other the kids from high school musical the musical the series this blind (laughs) seems silly but it could not be silly so oh god It's almost as if Gen Z actors and actresses and singers and TikTok stars wanted to brand themselves in their own type of Illuminati way. They know that others will want to have the same mark. Will there be a process or anyone who agrees with them that can simply do it? So that's suggesting Olivia Rodrigo, Charlie D'Amelio, Avani Gregg, and Iris Apatow all have some kind of marking in their own Illuminati Gen Z way. <laughs> the Gen Z Illuminati subcategory. What do you think the sign is? Like the TikTok symbol? What would the sign be? I don't know. I guess it's a really motley crew of people too. Like throwing Iris Apatow in there. I guess she's very famous now though. Because of uh, 
Euphoria. Well, that's her sister. This is the younger one. Oh, what's the older one's name? Maud. Maud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Those Apatow kids. They're going to be like, I I predict that the Apatow kids are going to be so fucking major. I think Maud Apatow is great. I'm obsessed. I've been obsessed with them since Knocked Up. I thought they were the funniest kids I've ever seen in a movie. They are hilarious. They are seriously probably some of the funniest. Have you ever watched Love on Netflix? Mm-mm. You would be fucking obsessed with this show. It only had, I think, either one or two seasons. It's like a, it's like a dark comedy. It's so good. And they're in it. I think Maude is in it. She's so good. You have to watch it. It's just called Love? Yeah. Okay, I'm on it. You would love it. I am worried that this foreign-born a singer is doing way too much coke right now to be able to handle this tour schedule that she has set for herself. It is insane. And that is Dua. The manager of this foreign-born A-list singer had to be fired. He burned way too many bridges when it came to songwriting credits for the singer, and no one was going to sell her good songs moving forward. So that's Dua Lipa, Ben Mawson with Tap Management. Honestly, I think songwriters should, like, fucking stand up for themselves. I do, too. I really do. And I think, I almost feel like the days of people being able to, like, like that even happened remember that happened recently with Lizzo yeah it always fucking happens with Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. where they're like I know that you tell people that you're this songwriter but like baby I wrote that song or they're like Ed Sheeran you stole Marvin Gaye's song yeah <laughs> and trolled it up I think the only genre of music that does a good job with that is country music the songwriters like in Nashville are a really big deal that makes sense actually that it would be country where they like actually credit the songwriter because it's like yeah that makes sense this a-list disney actress singer was given the full attention of this foreign-born a-literate a-list actor all of you know the actress was with a friend slash boyfriend but that wasn't going to stop our actor the actor definitely thought he was successful so that is olivia rodrigo sebastian stan conan gray and it says conan gray and olivia rodrigo depart carbone and Sebastian Stan also makes an appearance at Carbone. Something about Sebastian Stan, I just don't trust it. Something about him. Even his name isn't trustworthy. <laughs> it certainly didn't ta- take long for the foreign-born, illiterate A-list actor to hook up with the Disney actress slash singer. He even found time to hook up with the iconic television actress, too. Sebastian Stan, Olivia Rodrigo, and Jennifer Aniston. By all means, take your shot at with the foreign-born A-list singer, but she would probably be more impressed to date the A-list rapper if his verse were any good, or at least the one about her specifically. So that's Jack Harlow and Dua. And it says in parentheses, Jack Harlow has a song called Dua Lipa. Do you have any thoughts on Jack Harlow? Um... Just that, like, I love when a random guy like him pops up that everybody wants to fuck. I just, like, love... I think that's so funny. When a white... Like, a, a, a scraggly white guy has enough swag that people are just, like, ravenous and become rabid for him. He got that chin implant and it changed his fucking life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this foreign-born A-list singer says she was almost kidnapped two months ago while at dinner with a Russian oligarch. She says his bodyguards chased away the potential kidnappers. I'm not sure I believe her. 
That's Dua Lipa. Jesus. This foreign-born actor, Aaron Piper, is a Netflix mainstay, appearing on multiple shows for the streamer. He is also an idiot for cheating on his girlfriend, Jessica. <laughs> I'm just going to spell it for you guys. G-O-I-C-O-E-C-H-E-A. In such a public way. People always have eyes on this A-list foreign-born singer, Dua Lipa. I hope the bad press headed her way is worth it. This A-list rapper with bad lyrics got himself blocked by this foreign-born A-list singer. <laughs> That's Jack Harlow and Dua Lipa. <laughs> Do it said, not today, Jack. <laughs> this foreign-born talk show host makes it seem as if he quit his show. He was fired. The singer date was a nice distraction. So that is Trevor Noah. Um, and it says, Dua Lipa confirms relationship status after stepping out with Trevor Noah. I wonder if there's anything worse than like two celebrities being spotted out. And this was probably PR or something. I don't know. But to yeah. then go on record and be like, I am not dating him. It was a friendly date. Like, that's yeah. hurt. I know. And Trevor Noah is so cute. I have written that the foreign-born fired talk show host, Trevor Noah, used the foreign-born A-list singer Dua Lipa as a diversion from being fired. It turns out that she may have been using him because people were talking about her hooking up with Chris Martin, who used to be married to the actress slash snake oil salesperson, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> they get paid to promote. If they want to work for the conglomerate and keep getting big paychecks and more exposure, then the former couple needs to look really happy to be on a red carpet together. They did so. Now, if the third wheel had been there, that would have been fun. She was not. And that is, of course, uh, Disney. That's Olivia and Joshua and Sabrina. The really bad rapper might be dating this foreign-born A-list singer, but he's also seeing a variety of other women who have bad taste in music. And that's trying to say Jack and Dua were dating at one point, but I think Dua Lipa also said, like, I'm not dating him either. Please leave me alone. In the following blind, this A-list Disney actress slash singer did a one-off song with a permanent A-lister, and he still has no idea who she is. His kids tried to explain, but it was useless. And that's Billy Joel not knowing who Olivia Rodrigo is. And that's when Olivia Rodrigo sang a song with Billy Joel at his concert. Billy Joel is me. I'm like, thank you, young lady. I think she's like a fan. This foreign-born A-list singer says she felt a little out of place at a recent dinner with one of her former singer partners. Apparently, she had been invited to the precursor to an orgy slash swinging session involving a group of men who spent dinner eating and engaging in foreplay. She was the only woman present and was gone before dessert was served. That sounds about right. That was Dua having dinner with Elton John. That sounds like the way an Elton John dinner would end. You know how we always say celebrities fuck? Mm -hmm. Dua Lipa could, but doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, so you want to know who does? Elton. No doubt. Elton fucks. That man, <laughs> my word. To be honest, I might have sex with Elton John. <laughs> We're now in 2023. The boyfriend of the one named permanent A-list singer, not named Madonna, was hitting on this foreign-born A-list singer at a fashion event this week. And that's Alexander Edwards, who's dating Cher, 
hitting on Dua Lipa. And this is a Grammys blind. This former Disney singer slash actress was acting hammered when she got to an after party, but she insisted someone slipped something into her sparkling water, which made her seem wasted. And that, okay. And that is Olivia at uh, the Universal Music Group's 2023 Grammys after party celebration. What a weird blind. Also, after all the blinds we've read about her, I actually could see someone slipping something in her drink. Yeah, seems like everybody's after her. She's They're like cats in heat around her. This foreign-born singer, Sean Mendez, is test-driving a new beard, Sabrina Carpenter. The older woman, Jocelyn Miranda, with cult connections just wasn't it. This young pop songstress, Olivia Rodrigo, with a Disney background, might fit and has quietly bearded before for Joshua Bissett, which a female, more famous Disney actress turned singer wrote a song, Driver's License, about. The foreign-born singer star is slipping and he needs to choose. Must be interesting to be, um, to shop for a beard. And we actually got a comment on our Instagram of someone being like, y'all think everything's PR, it's annoying. I'm sorry, Sean Mendez. Him and Camilla are better together than apart. They sell more music when they're together. That is why they're doing this to us again. That's why they're victim putting us through this. And also, if you want to live in a world where you look at Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello and think that that's true love, live in it. Right. It, it, it seems like a really uh, great fantasy world to live in. I'm jealous. Like, do birds dress you every day? You know what I mean? Like, it must be nice to live in, like, the rainforest from Fern Gully. But in reality, we see these two idiots walking and trying to be photographed and we are able to piece it together. You know what I mean? That's so funny. I'm dying. <laughs> it was only after the third photo taken that everyone realized that perhaps it would not be a great idea for the birthday photos of this Disney actress slash singer, not old enough to drink, to have glasses of wine surrounding her. Yes, she'd been drinking them at a restaurant, but why have the world judge? Well, the world judged all the wine stains on the tablecloth around her and got the message loud and clear. And that's Olivia. I don't know if she posted it on her story, but she deleted it real quick and then posted a picture with just wine bottles behind her. I'm like, <laughs> why don't you just go to like a window? <laughs> My God. This B-less former Disney actress slash singer who was part of a fake love triangle is trying to get into the professional beard game. She is considering the famous, whoa, this is why. Okay, okay, sorry. She is considering the famous YouTuber, but prefers someone more famous, like the North of the Border singer. Wait a minute. So is this saying, okay, let me do the reveals and then I'll ask questions. So that's Sabrina Carpenter, Olivia Rodrigo, of course, Joshua, the whole thing. But also she was considering David Dobrik and Shawn Mendes. Oh my God. Now, I don't know enough about David, but I think he might be a good episode. I know a lot about David Dobrik. I would love to. Many thoughts. That's interesting. And this is the final blind item. This former Disney singer who's a Grammy winner slash nominee has a very, very, very fe close female friend she calls her best friend. In actuality, though, the best friend is her girlfriend. And that's alleging Olivia Rodrigo is actually dating Iris Apatow. And that's been like a TikTok rumor for a while because Iris went to all her shows and, and all of that. But she could just be a supportive friend. <laughs> she could just like public events and going out with her friends. 
Uh, that was fun. That was. I like when we do episodes where we're not super attached to either person. I know, because you actually, like, really get, like, um, I don't know, like, you don't, like, for example, last week when we did the Beckhams, like, we know what we think of the Beckhams, and you kind of know what blind items will say about them, but it's hard to know, like, what blind items will say about people like this, you know? I was genuinely surprised by Dua Lipa's blinds. They were kind of boring. Yeah, a little, a little boring, and a little, like, um, I don't know, they're very frustrating in a way how so because just the way that it's talked the way that it's talked about how she is like almost assaulted at every turn is like wild and like I don't know kind of making fun of her for it <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> um yeah but I don't know the, this the Simon stuff is crazy to me still um and it kind of confirms our thoughts about industry plans. I For guess. sure. Do you think either of them are rotted? No. I don't either. Like maybe Olivia may have pulled some shady things, but I wouldn't say that's like rotted. Yeah. Like you have to be a certain level of a piece of shit to even become super famous. Right. <laughs> I don't think they're rotted. Um, I, I do still stand behind the fact that I think that her uh, success is not authentic. I agree with you. Yeah. I just, again, I think there was a spot for her for 12-year-olds, for like 13-year-olds. I get it. Mm-hmm. And the way that she was marketed was super smart and they killed it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they did what they wanted to do, you know? Well, guys, that was our Patreon-voted episode. You can vote for episodes too if you join our Patreon. Link in our Instagram bio. But we appreciate you listening. Thank you for leaving reviews, telling your friends, all that fun stuff. We love and adore you, and we will see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.